is a persuasiveness within you that no man can lie to you and to tell you that your inheritance is not valid, to tell you that your inheritance is worth nothing or to even come unto your doorstep to tell you I want exactly what's been given to you. A love that would be built, a place of relationship, a place of expectation, a place of understanding. All of that and more next on Today's Truth. just two or three amens. Without my man of God, I am nothing. Without the voice of my pastor. <laughs> it's all for not anyhow if, if I can't hearken to the voice of my pastor. And I'm going here this evening. 1 Kings chapter number 21, if you are bodily able, would you please stand in the honor of the word this evening, please? And it's often overlooked, but tonight I give this congregation honor to each of you. Thank you for your worship and your attentiveness to the moving of the Holy Ghost. There's nobody here perfect. We all need Jesus. Bishop needs Jesus. Pastor needs Jesus. Tim May needs Jesus. The person sitting next to you. We're not perfect yet. We're striving for the master strength. We're striving for, for our lives to become that pure reflection of Him. So one day, it's my goal here on earth is to live as Christ. I'm, I'm not perfect, but I'm sure trying. I'm sure trying. And it came to pass after these things that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard which was in Jezreel hard by the palace of Ahab king of Samaria. I want y'all to pay attention very closely to what I'm about to read. And Ahab Spake unto Naboth. You have to be careful. 
who you fellowship and who you entertain. And Ahab spake to Naboth. The difference between light and darkness. Righteous and unholy. Violent. You have to be careful who you entertain in conversation. Oh God, here we go. Saying, watch the direction that the conversation went immediately. Give me that vineyard that I may have it for a garden of herbs because it is near unto my house and I'll give thee for it a better vineyard than it. It's so, so damaging when you allow somebody to speak into your life and automatically they start demeaning what you have. Give me what you have already. I'll I'll give you something better. Lay down standards. We'll, We'll give you a position. Give ear to strange voices. And we'll give you better direction than your man of God. Yeah. Oh, we're go- we'll get there. Hold on. If, and I will give it for a better vineyard than it. Or if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. In money. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. You don't have to be ugly. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to stick your nose in the air so high that you're going to drown when it rains. You don't have to... You don't have to get egotistical. You don't have to get that crazy boldness. I'm apostolic. No, but you have to have a sure foundation in what you believe and who you are. You have to. Because Naboth was talking to the king. The Lord forbid me. No! He's the ruler, he's the king of all. Jezebel's powerful, but without shame, without a vindictive attitude, I can't do it, Ahab. You don't understand. This is my inheritance. This is what God promised my fathers. Jesus. Tonight I would like to preach to you by the help of the Holy Ghost for a few moments. Persuasive voices. You may be seated. To Naboth, it wasn't just an ordinary vineyard. It wasn't just a parcel of land that he would enjoy daily going to teal in to make beautiful. It was a place where it was a garden that would be handed down from generation to generation. 
the garden would be now handed down to the lineage of Naboth. Naboth fell in love with what he was grown into. He knew that he was going to get the vineyard. He knew it all of his life that it would fall unto him. And there was a love that was built, Pastor, within Naboth that became so unwavering within him that beyond just duty it became love. And when love is intertwined, there is a place of surety. And when there is a place of surety, there is a persuasiveness within you that no man can lie to you and to tell you that your inheritance is not valid, to tell you that your inheritance is worth nothing or to even come unto your doorstep to tell you I want exactly what's been given to you. A love that would be built, a place of relationship, a place of expectation, a place of understanding. A place of understanding that this place is important. This place is mine. It belongs to me. I understand tonight that Naboth would have set certain things in place to make sure that nobody infiltrated the vineyard. That nobody would come and, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. That Naboth would even ensure that the small foxes would stay out of a place of a vineyard. That's what happens when you fall in love. That's what happens when you get so intertwined with the things that is an inheritance unto you. But one day, the vineyard looked a little bit devalued. Standing in the window in conversation to go forth, Jezebel would look at her husband in conversation that would lead further. And Ahab would be looking out the window gazing over Naboth's inheritance. And it would say in scripture, what's bothering you? What's wrong, King Ahab? Oh, Jezebel would call out to him and say, hey, what's got your countenance low? He would say, my heart longs for something that does not belong to me, nor is it for sale. Oh, hallelujah. I wonder tonight the look on Ahab's face when the old feeble like man would look at him and say, it's not for sale, I'm sorry. There's not a better piece of land. Here we go. There's not a better place than where we're standing right now. The grass isn't going to be greener, Naboth. Mr. Ahab, Mr. Ahab, you said you'd give it the worth of it in money or you'd give me a better parcel of land. That's what you value. Come on, come on, come on. But what I have is a value that nobody can take away from me. 
because it's a value that's been engrafted way deep, deep down inside. So nobody would come unto Naboth and say, hey, give me ear for a little while, Naboth. So there's a place of ownership. So you better take ownership of your house of God. You better take ownership of this place. There ain't another church down the road. There isn't better preaching down the road. Just because somebody's allowed to do something else does not make your pastor wrong. And there is not a place where just because somebody will promise you positions, what if it's to your demise? When I walked in the building tonight, I felt there was a quickening, almost like there was a tug of war with people in this house tonight. And I said, God, what are you saying? You better quit listening to the persuasive voices, church. You better get your feet grounded. You better align your vision with the vision of your man of God. You better fall in love with prayer. Because this was not a place that in my heart was for sale. But, lady, if it's for sale, if you never value what God's done, then in the middle of the night when loneliness starts hitting your heart, whenever you want to scroll through social media to ease the loneliness and the pain of what could have been, what if that moment is your demise? What if you'll lose your family in a moment? Naboth could have sold and Naboth could have got hey, a valuable vineyard. It was pleasing to the eye, brother. Maybe it looked good. Maybe it was kept. Maybe it had the best husbandry. But persuasive voices will cause you to lose out with God. This is that which was... Oh, which was prophesied. We are living in a moment where this is that. It's the fulfillment of the word. And I refuse to lose that. I'm going to slow down a little bit, okay? But in a place where, my friend, if, if I don't fall in love, if, if it's not so intergrafted in my heart, let me tell y'all something. Your heart and your spirit is not separated. But the issues of the heart start out when there is a lack of issue with the heart where there's no communication with God. It's not about a better church. It's about the slacking of relationship initially with Him. It's not an issue with Him. It's not an issue at all with with bishop or your pastor, it's a problem with relationship. Oh, God. <laughs> because if I'm never right with God like this, I'm always going to be searching for something to fill a void. If, if, the, if the vineyard wasn't profitable to Naboth, then Naboth would have been searching for something different. He would have been an opportunist. But what if, what if, the persuasive voice would come and would begin to whisper into the ear and then from the ear into the heart, 
of Naboth automatically by, by Ahab. What would have happened to Naboth's lineage? And it's persuasive voices that says, you're no good. You're a failure. You've always been a failure. So you keep doing the same thing you've always done. It's persuasive voices that if she allows that to dig in her heart and to be in her, grafted in her heart, she will always be a failure. She'll always be bound by drugs. She'll always be bound by things that God never intended her to be bound by. But when my heart is so intertwined with the things that are against God, my mind is the enmity of against God. And so therefore, buddy, God promised that he could deliver us. God promised that he would not put more on us than we could bear. So I have to beg the question right there. What are you keeping in your heart that God's already promised to deliver you from, but you're scared to death about what all these people's going to think when you lay certain things down to God? And so it becomes so intergrafted within the church that we're going to listen to the persuasive voices to where the body of the church is no longer important. So I'll, I'll, I'll grab a cell phone or I'll grab a tablet and I'll start finding backslidden Pentecost folk to, oh God, help me. I'll I'll start finding people. I'll start finding people that have fallen out of love with the engraftment of what God intended, and then they sold their vineyard. And so, in that place, I find justification. And in justification, I lose out with God. I lose out. The foxes don't even matter anymore because there's not going to be the attributes of any fruit of the Spirit regardless. So adults read between the lines. I'm not going to say it for the sake of little ears. So I'm going to allow my loneliness to be fulfilled with the fantasy that I'm looking at. But it's never going to be the reality of life. But it becomes, it becomes a place of such a wedge. Oh God, yes. Because I was willing to sell my vineyard because I never valued it. We, we got to get to the place where I refuse to listen to voices that are not of God. And I, I'm going to go a big step further tonight, okay? If it's doctrinal, it's absolute. Amen? So if these good men of God stand and declare doctrine, it's not our, it's not our judgment whether we like it or not. It's our judgment whether I'm going to clear my heart and receive the word with joy. But persuasive voices will tell me that... Pastor, don't preach against sin because the church down the road's not going to do it. And and my wife got upset because you said A, B, and C. Do we need to work on No, that's ridiculous. It's, it's a place where now the vineyard's for sale. The inheritance don't matter anymore. Your prayers and your tears and your labor over them that... That, that have struggled for so long and you're sitting there and you're saying get it together I love you but when he's saying I love you through the muffledness of the persuasive voices 
You're here in judgment. You're here in fear. You're here in a place of damnation out of his voice over you. When all he is saying is, I love you. You can make it. But I, I can't see it anymore. I, I, can't, I can't hear the voice of my pastor anymore. Naboth, Naboth, who did you let in your vineyard? Nobody! That's why I love the vineyard. Naboth would embrace it. Naboth would hold true to it. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. It, it takes a made-up mind. Folks, I understand that there's waves of sickness, okay? You can still come to church. So I'm just, I feel like I'm at home tonight, so I'm just going to preach like I'm at home, okay? So that's, that's why it's so important for you to be in the church, brother. I may be struggling like crazy. And it could be you walk by and say, hey, man, I don't know what you're going through. But man, I'm standing with you. I believe with you. The camaraderie of the body will be much, much more valuable than the persuasive voices of people that you don't even know. We're, we're, so, we're so quick to fall in love with strangers and the voice of strangers. Because the strangers will tell us exactly what we want to hear. She'll be like, hey... Does my cardigan look good or my blouse look look good tonight? And she she would perhaps her her husband would say, Baby, you look good tonight. Yes, let's go. Amen. Amen. But she's gonna probably ask three or four people, hey, does this does this sweater look good? Does the cardigan look good? Or is it a cardigan sweater throw? I don't know. We own a clothing company, I don't even know what to call it. So so we, we, we entertain the voice of others, if I can use y'all as an example real quick. So we entertain the voice of others over our place of comfort. Over people that have prayed for us. Over people that toil and fast for us. So I can tell, I can tell Molly, Molly that dress looks wonderful on you. But is she sure about that? I wonder why we as the body are so quick to allow other voices to persuade us of things that are not cohesive for this body. There is standards and there is guardrails put in place. Not because they like to preach it hard. I'm telling you, there's times that they probably dread going to that pulpit because of a backlash that they may get. But I would much rather a guardrail be put in place with a sound voice rather than there be shaky places of persuasive voices. Because... Pastor's wife, it's easy to watch people walk out the door, isn't it? And then, you can't say anything about it. You take it to the pillow and tears fall on a pillow. And then the time and the labor that's given in the body. There isn't a person here tonight that's not important. Nobody. Everybody here is 
is valuable. So if you have it in your mind, well, I'm on that straddling fence line, Brother Main, of even committing to, to being part of this church. Dive in, my friend. They're not here to hurt you. Quit listening to persuasive voices that says, my God, y'all's going to truth apostolic. Don't y'all know that you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. Stop with all of that mess. Because the person that is telling you that will be the first person to cut you down when you start struggling. It, it'll be the first person when the, when the weight of the world is on your shoulders and it, and it never seems to lift so it lives right here. We give ear to people that will coddle them things and, and will make us feel good but change will never come if I never allow the weight to be lifted. And sometimes the only way that, that weight's going to be lifted is because somebody in prayer and fasting is there lifting me up and, and helping me along my way. And they are the muffler between persuasive voices and soundness. That's why we can't let bitterness in our heart. That's why we can't allow there to be strife or issues in the church. Just because myself and this young man were sitting here talking. Hey, man, I'm so proud of that fellow over there in the purple or X-ray shirt. Over there, man, he's doing such a great job. And then you make eye contact with him. And automatically in the church, in his mind, because there's not a surety of relationship with God. Now, now... He thinks that him and I were gossiping and so he allows himself to quit being a worshiper. He, quit, he quits allowing himself to be asserted in the body because in his mind now there is no value within the church because the value within the church has harmed him. But watch this y'all. Come on, run with me real quick. But y'all watch, watch. Y'all ready? Listen, listen to what's going to happen, okay? And so he gets enough gumption within him and says, Hey, I seen you make eye contact with Brother Maine. Is there something wrong? No, man, we're just talking about how proud we are. So we don't allow the playground of the mind to destroy the vineyard. Because when my mind is right, I am not going to allow the damaging persuasive voices to diminish exactly what God has promised. Because if I allow the persuasive voices to destroy me internally, my prayer life is going to fail. I'm going to miss God and I'm going to miss heaven. God tonight. Because Romans 18, the spirit itself beareth witness. If you are a child of God, then the fruits thereof will produce Don't allow there to be the striving of the body. Allow there to be the camaraderie. Because the Spirit itself beareth witness. That tells me that if I'm in a place of relationship. If I'm in a place of relationship. And I've muffled out the and I can clearly hear when I say, Pastor, what do you see? Son, I see a 
BLC. Oh, that, that hurt a little bit, Pastor. Will you help me pray about it? Yes, sir. Instead of me looking him in the eyes and who do you think you are? You don't know what I'm going through. It's a place of the relationship. That's why Naboth's vineyard was so valuable. Because Naboth found a place of relationship. How many of y'all would agree with me tonight? How many of y'all would agree with me tonight that God is still a deliverer? Okay, hold on. Y'all listen to me. Lift your hand if you know that God is still a deliverer. Keep your hand high. Keep your hand high with me. Then why are some of y'all still struggling if you know God's a deliverer and your hand's up? Why, Why haven't you laid some things down? I, I was in prayer in the back and nobody walked past me. And I, I have a crazy bad migraine tonight. C- cigarettes give me a massive migraine almost instantly. And I was, standing, I was standing by Marvin right there in the back. I, I said, I said, Lord, would you help me tonight? I said, God, I don't just want to be here just to be here. I said, God, I want you to move somebody. And I began to smell nicotine like I haven't smelled nicotine in a long time. My, I'm, I'm, my mother is out of church. and I believe she's coming back, though. Uh, my, my mother smokes cigarettes. And, and so I know what cigarettes smell like. I know what marijuana smells like. I know what cocaine does to you. I know everybody just gas and big breath of air just left the place. I haven't always been in church, so I recognize. Y'all know why I can talk about God being a deliverer? Because God's delivered me. You, you, know, you know why I can preach so surely over the, over the fantasy? You adults understand? Because God's delivered me from them things. Okay? So there was hands that was lifted while ago that y'all know that God's a deliverer then why are some of y'all questioning whether you're valuable or not? Why? Honestly. Because if you want God to deliver you tonight, there's not going to be a person in this house judgmental. You lay it at the altar. Some of you men need to go to your car and get a couple things out of your car. Some of you ladies need to reach deep down in the purse because the joy of the Holy Ghost don't come with just an antidepressant. It comes with really praying through. And and so, so we live in that place, Elder. Like, I'm okay with struggling because I've lived in my vineyard long enough that I know how to protect and I know how to shield what is in my vineyard even though he may not know what's in your vineyard, but he does. He does. And it's a fearful place. And a lot of times what happens, and I'm closing right now. 
What happens is this, and it, would you put it on the screen for me, please? John 10, 3 through 5 would read this. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. Y'all, please, if you're playing on your telephone or doing something else, pay attention with me for a moment, please. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. How many of y'all really want to be in the will of God? So how many of y'all are going to be willing to take no for an answer when it's when, when that's really the will of God? Then? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go beyond that. And he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. Next. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. Watch! And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Your vineyard is only going to be as valuable as your vision is aligned with your man of God. If your vision is wayward from what your vision of leadership is, then there is a contrary place to where there is persuasive voices because watch and a and a stranger will they not follow but will flee they will run when Ahab comes talking to you don't run he's going to run away He's going to say, no way, I'm not for sale. And I'm closing if somebody wants a play tonight. For they, watch, y'all ready? This is the last part. And you can, I'm not giving you Timmyism one-on-one. This is in your Bible. For they know not the voice of strangers. It is important tonight that you value exactly what God has already done. Because if you never value what has happened in the past, then there is no way that you can value what God has promised for the future. Oh, Jesus. There's no way. It's just like the angel went to Joshua and said, Hey, you're a holy God. Take off your shoes. Y'all know how ridiculous that sounds? How, how many of Joshua's even so-called friends would have said, man, you're, take off your shoes. That's ridiculous. But my leadership will tell me, hey, I don't think that relationship's really, really good for you right now. Oh, Jesus. I, I, don't, I don't think that them things are really right right now. Is it a heaven or hell issue? Maybe not, but, but, but I, I just feel a check about it. For they will not hear the voice. <laughs> Even his friends would have said that's so ridiculous. 
just like your family and the persuasive voices in your life will tell you why are you living for God like you're living why can't you do the things that you used to and then just with a soft subtle sure voice you will say it's not a bunch of standards it's relationship Relationship. <laughs> it's relationship. It's the, the beauty behind all of this. Is that if the relationship is broken between you and them. This is the most beautiful part, y'all. Is that we is that we is that we have a place to go tonight to make it right. You may not have sin in your life. You may be doing the best you've ever done. And I rejoice with you in that. But this is not your pinnacle or your plateau. This is the launching pad for what God's promised yesterdays. Don't stop here. If there is sin, if you have struggled, praise God. You have a place to go. You have a place to get right. Because there will be Persuasive voices that will tell you, I struggled, but I overcame. There will be persuasive voices that said, I have fallen, but I got back up. There will be persuasive voices that will tell you that I've went through that. And if God can help me, he can help you. There will be persuasive voices that will tell you that you don't have to be bound by the sin of the world. You don't have to be bound by the the fantasy on the telephone. And you don't have to be bound by drug and uh, iniquity and sin and, and alcohol and antidepressants. There will be persuasive voices that will tell you that God is the same yesterday, today and forever. And if he is able to do it then, if he is able to deliver you then, and if he's able to deliver me, he's able to deliver you. But you have to allow it. Hey. Naboth had to answer. Naboth had to give an answer. The Lord forbid it. I'm not backsliding. I'm not giving up. I'm not backing down. Because I am not for sale. For I am persuaded.
for taking the time to take in today's program. This is a media ministry outreach of Truth Apostolic Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. For more information about our ministry, visit our website. We're doing it. We're trying our best. Praise God to put it all out. Amen. Out there on every platform we possibly can. Hallelujah. And I'm glad because the world, hallelujah, amen, needs to know that what I have, amen, is being filled with the Spirit, amen, can change their life.